Hello, welcome to Rick Radio Community News, that's episode 62. I'm Mick Hanley. Later in the programme, we talk with Chris Andrews about the darkness and the light walk taking place in the Ringsend Sandy Mount area this coming Saturday. But also this coming Saturday is the first ever Ringsend Rock Festival taking place here in Ringsend Irishtown Community Centre. I could up with a number of the musicians, but first I spoke to our own Dylan Clayton, the director of the festival. Yeah, Dylan, uh, I was going to say great to have you here at the podcast, <laughs> but you're here all the time anyway. So this is going to be a, a rock festival next Saturday. Lots of bands playing. Yeah. Just for before we go into that, how did it come about? So it started, Mick, um, with uh, Ronan from DCC. Uh, Ronan, who's a great supporter of uh, the rock skill. He's always been a great supporter. He always is interested in that, and I've been doing, and he's been trying to, we've been trying to rub our heads together to, to see what we could do. So this idea was born, I suppose, in January, February, about what we could do, and he said, look, I'd love to see, could we could we do that? And I said, yeah, well, I have enough. So basically the idea is it's the family of the rock school now at this stage. Yeah. Um, I'm going 11 years now, as most of you all know, and we've got past and present students and friends uh, filling up the, the, for this uh, this festival. So, I mean, as I said, it's it started 11 years ago with a kids band who are now an adult band. <laughs> and now an adult band, yeah, yeah. And uh and and as I said, there's different links of people I've played with over the years and different bands I've been in and different projects I've been in that we've brought it all together here now to have a whole day of it. And before we go into the, the festival itself, just give us a little bit of background into the the rock school itself that you, you have been one of the Well the Rock School years. started yeah, yeah. the Rock School started, as you probably heard on other podcasts and what have you, it just started as a guitar lessons which got to a certain point where um, I'm like, well, we need to be able to do something else with our guitar lessons. There's no point in just... So gradually set up a little bit of a drum kit and a little bit of a, a band scenario, which that took off amazingly. And it's now gone to the point where Robin, who um, is the four student, Robin and Jody, where the, Jody's the four student. So, but Robin, who stuck with me, all along, um, Robin is now teaching singing. She's she's qualified uh, singing coach, um, and she's teaching singing through that. She teaches so it's like it's it's got its own arm. Sam is teaching drums now as well privately. Mm-hmm. So these are all the private lessons. Alicia is teaching keyboards now as well. So these are the the first generation of rock school kids yeah. who are now yeah. adults and they're now all teaching individually through under the name of the rock school. Um, spans come and gone. People have. I look online everywhere now and there's all people who've been with me over the years and they're all playing in their own projects and so I mean it's done its job for that it's it's kept them off the corners um, without a doubt yeah you know yeah. so that's yeah. that's it like I mean if you like you know you're you're in practicing on a Monday night instead of out instead of out uh, causing mayhem on a Monday night in, on the corners so that's prevention and, and all that and for anyone Listen now, can they join up to the rock school? Yeah, you know, anybody know can join up to the rock school, yeah. A bit late maybe for the we festival have adult, We've had old classes as well yeah. and, you know, it's just all on, just contact me on Gmail at ringsendrockschool at gmail.com or any of the social media stuff and, uh, yeah, anybody, like I've, I've had adult classes over the years um, and we've had, we've even floored with the idea of 
a, a beginner baby, but it's too, it doesn't work. This the equipment is too there to be uh, getting hammered with by a four year old and a mallet. Yeah, so uh, yeah. it's not doesn't work. <laughs> but, but we go seven or eight years of age is the is the is the youngest we start, and then all the way up. So fabulous. That's what the rock school is has done. Yeah, that, so that's. It's and it's 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 on its own now. It's looking after itself nearly. I do be some days going, what do we need to do? And I'm like, I actually don't need to do anything. This is all done over the years, so it's looked after itself now. It's doubled up with the new teachers and all. It's great. Brilliant, brilliant. And of course, it's all come together uh, for this weekend. Lots of bands playing. Lots of bands. Um, lots of bands. I started off originally with six, seven bands, but we're now up to nine acts that we have on the uh, nine or ten. Is it no ten acts? We have um, playing this this Saturday, so I mean the first act. If I go through the acts, if you want, Mick. Um, yeah, quarter twelve it starts. If yeah, you quarter, quarter twelve. 12 so yeah. a rough schedule is. Uh, does it? Does it? I'm, I'm going to start her off at one of the kids' bands who are the very first gig it's going to be. Yeah, and they've never gigged before, and they're only with me over a year now. They're all about sixteen years of age, and they're very good. So I'm pushing them out onto stage now, and that they're going to open up it. And then we're going to just do a, a little speech and an intro to talk about, um, you know, who who was uh, the first group of parents that, that let this happen, that trusted their, trusted ourselves and they, 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 they sent them down to me. We, none of us knew what we were doing. And this is Robin and Jody and Aaron and that. So, and then their band, Lucy and Silver, they're an original band now and they're going to open up the festival proper. So the Rock School band will be, you know, it's it's kind of a, Throw them up and have a jam, and they have they have their two or three songs ready. Then, as I said, Robin's band, Lucy and Silver, Robin and Aaron, and Jody and Brandon, they're going to play. And then we have uh, coming up after that, we have the another band who finished up with me last year. They've split up. They haven't done this since, but they're they're an Arctic Monkeys tribute band. So, uh, the Antarctic Apes is what I call them. They don't <laughs> like that. But and then. Coming up after that, we have uh, my own friend's band that I started. We started a Tin Lizzy tribute band a long time ago. So that, Christ, that'll be yeah, fun to yeah. play myself. I'll be playing, I'm playing bass with that. Then we have the current senior band, uh, Pending, which is Finn and Zalan and uh, Michael and Rory. And they're going to play. They've got a few big songs to play. They're going to be playing Freeboard, amongst others, by Leonard Skinner and a couple of their originals. And then... Next up after that we have uh, we've a lady here beside us in the studio who I decided that I wanted to put together a band that that I've never played with that people that you know just to bring more people in the community together and as if you're, we've Liza here beside us and Liza has always said that music brings people together um, in all our previous interviews so that's a band called the Rings End All Stars lovely so we'll come back to Liza now in a second I'll just finish up the, the what's what's happened after the Rings End All-Stars we've a comedy band Lorcan uh, Lorcan has played down here over the festivals and Covid and all so he is he gets up acoustic guitar couple of takes the piss basically takes the takes the uh, has a bit of crack and then we've another band after that Pants on Fire who are totally original and they finished up with me last year as well they're part of the Arctic Monkeys tribute band that we just mentioned and then the last two bands, we've Motion Control, who is Connor Hamilton and uh, Brandon Larkin, and they're really, really good. They're a rock band. They're a good, uh, 
a good rock. They've played up with Damien Dempsey, Dempsey now last last New Year's Eve at the, in the Olympia or in Vicar Street. And then the headline act of the whole thing is Robin and Jody and uh, Chris Nannery's going to be playing. That's a that's called the Fleetwood Pack. So it's a Fleetwood Mac tribute band. Lovely, yeah. And also going on in the afternoon throughout the day, we have uh, the big inflatable dartboard, the football. Cambridge are going to be doing a bit of fundraising for their trip away with Keith. Uh, we have stalls. We have all kind of market stalls going on in the grounds. We have face painting with Suwan. And... Um, we have food stalls with Steos could bring this burger truck down. And Dave is going to have his churros and milkshake machine. So there's going to be a plenty of, plenty of entertainment for everybody. We just have to pray for uh, the weather. The weather, as yeah, ever. Yeah. But we have cover if the weather is bad. We've loads of uh, marquees and cover. And, and what time will it finish up at? It's, going, it's meant to go from quarter to 12 till half seven. Half seven. So Lovely, yeah. that's all a rough, rough time. All here in in all Rings here in the centre, out the back. Of supported by yeah. DCC yeah. and mainly supported by Lorraine, who's all over this with us, who's helping us out. And so that's it. So brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, Liza is here with us, and uh, Liza, we've had you in before, but uh, you're coming back that's uh, right, yeah. with the Rings and All Stars uh, for this special gig. Tell us a little bit about that. So yeah, I suppose. Um, Dylan would have reached out um, to me a couple of weeks ago regarding the All-Stars. I'd done a little bit for International Women's Day and I'd been in and, you know, we were chatting about music and how it brings people together. And uh, Dylan had said about the festival coming up and then he reached out. He said, look, he said, I'm looking at putting a few people in the community together who've never worked together before, but we'll just have a jam and see how it goes. I said, lovely, I'm on board. So there's me, myself, uh, Jeremy Guinness, Aoife Connolly. So we'll, we'll all be singing. And then Christopher Nannery's on drums, fabulous student of Dylan's, uh, Finn on guitar and Dylan on, on guitar, a bass guitar as well. So um, we've had we've had one session together and I swear to God, it was brilliant. It was like, felt like we'd always been doing it. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's some fabulous um, songs in our running order. Um, we've, you know, a couple of old favourites, Tennessee Whiskey, um, Self and Eve will be doing Jolene. Jair's doing a 20 century boy, loads of different harmonies on that. Um, myself and Eva have a duet, Black is the Colour, and uh, Amy Winehouse, Back to Black as well. Um, I'll be doing Chain of Fools. And um, yeah, so just, you know, stuff, music that everybody knows and loves. Um, and there's there's a song in there for everyone, you know, so there's a great mix That's across the genres. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's, there's some talent in that realm, I have to say. You know, when, when they all sang together, it was just... Oh my God! So you know, kudos to Dylan for for pulling it off and putting it together. You know, without a doubt, absolutely. Um, and as yeah. I say, it's great. You know, the young chap Finn. You know, like for for a, a young for fifteen, sixteen years of age, come into a room of adults and just he was so at ease. You know, he was just in his comfort zone. So that that's big kudos to Dylan and and his rock school and what he's taught that young chap and everyone else involved in in other aspects of the festival as well. So really looking forward to it now. I have to say, what time uh, is on around? Uh Liza. So as far as I'm aware, we're we're kind of uh, we'll be after the the three fifteen slot. So when 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 the lads who are who are finished up at three fifteen, um, we've got a 15, 20 minute slot. Um, bring us up to three thirty, three thirty five, or we'll thereabouts. We'll be starting around three thirty. So Lovely, yeah, yeah, around yeah. three thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
For anyone who wants to see you, and the adrenaline, I can, I can feel the adrenaline within you. Ah, uh, it's just, you, you know, know when, you have, it, yeah. when you have, like, say, Jerry, you sing in Tennessee Whiskey, and there's a couple of harmonies over that line and under it, and 20, 20th Century Boy, like, I'd never heard that song before. What a Blasphemy, song, how yeah. dare I, what how very dare I. Great T-Rex. But, like, yeah. there's, there's three and four part harmony in that, and, ah, it's just fantastic, you know, and it's all brought together, and... It's just brilliant. It's been a long time since I've performed with live music. I, I lived in Waterford, so it would have been going back 15 years ago since I was last gigging with a yeah, live yeah. band. So it was just, oh, it was just like coming home. It was brilliant, you know. Great crack now, I have to say. Very enjoyable, so well, really thank, looking forward to it. Thanks a lot for coming in this morning to tell us thanks about it. Thanks for having me look, again. We look, <laughs> we look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Likewise. Uh, as well. Um, Dylan, um, you've outlined, you know, who's playing. We're going to hear from a few of the bands now shortly as well who'll be playing in it. And all we can do is wish you the best of luck uh, with Saturday and hopefully the weather uh, holds off and it's a fantastic day indeed. Um, and congratulations on bringing uh, the first rock festival here to Ringsend. Great, Mick, yeah. And we, as I say, we'll talk in a couple of minutes um, with a couple of the other uh, people who are playing in different bands. So, uh, super. Well, one of the bands that will be playing uh, at the Rock Festival this coming Saturday is Skid Lizzy, and uh, joining us on the phone now is Dave from Skid Lizzy. Dave, uh, you're very welcome to the podcast, and I suppose uh, you're looking forward to the festival. Indeed I am. It's great to be on there. It's great to talk to you all. Um, definitely looking forward to it now. Uh, looking at all the, the the new lads coming in there, the new young guitar players, they're very, very good, so there's going to be some special stuff there. And tell me, Skid Lizzy, um, how did you come about with that name? Well, that goes back a long time. We, like myself and Dylan and uh, Kev and uh, Chris started that band about 2009. And I think it was Chris that came up with the, the name Skid Lizzy, which, which is a combination of Skid Row and Tim Lizzy being Skid Row being the first band fill in it was in uh, with Brian Downey. Um, and who came along then Eric Bell joined them after that you know so we used it we come, combined two names really took the skid and the Lizzie and put them together so that's how we got that Brilliant. and I think it was Chris actually that came up with that Brilliant uh, Looking at your set list as well like Lizzie have had so many hits how difficult is it to kind of narrow it down to what you want to play or is there a consensus there or do you all have a, a favourite track or anything like that? Some yeah, some some tracks would love to play, but uh, we normally say go with what uh, say Dylan would like to sing. You know what suits his voice the best, and pick some of the, the good songs that suit him. So um, I like a lot of the earlier Lizzie stuff, which doesn't really go down with the lads. They don't. I like the, the first kind of three albums, you know, but they're not the twin guitar. They're uh, Eric Bell. It's an old kind of much kind of funkier kind of Lizzie, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, so we don't bother, we don't bother doing any of that stuff. We just no. uh, they kind of live and die and just the hits kind of stuff, you know. I just yeah. put across you, Dave and Mick. Uh, the, the the beauty of this, uh, um, Mick, is we're like a real tin Lizzy over the years. We we're going to be swapping and chopping guitarists through the through the gig. So we've got like Dave. Dave is playing. Everyone's playing kind of six or seven songs. I've got three guitars, four guitars to choose from. And they're all in different pairs as the gig goes on. So Dave will be play, playing all the stuff. Like he, I think Dave, you picked. Uh, it's only money, but being one of the old ones. Yeah, one of the early ones from 
74. That's off the Nightlife album, that is. Yeah. You know, so that was one of the, that was kind of the first, uh, first album, album after. together. Yeah. Yeah. As a twin, twin guitar band, you know. The great song, great groovy song. It's kind of a, ra- a bit of a rappy kind of a funky song, you know. And it suits Dylan's voice, definitely. There you go, yeah, yeah. I, I take it you're all big, you're all big Lizzie fans anyway. Well, I stopped being a Lizzie fan since I started playing guitar back in 1986. And who who would be your favourite guitarist, Dave, of all of them? Out of the Lizzie band, well, I, I like Eric Bell a lot, but I do, I didn't, I like the twin stuff as well, you know. Yeah. The, the, it's very hard to pick one out of them all, you know, they're all amazing. Gary Moore, you know, um, Brian Robertson, they're all, Scott Gorham. Even Snowy White done a little bit of a stint in there at one time. I think he, he actually done the Chinatown. Uh, yeah, he done Chinatown, um, Dave, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, um, so, again, quite interesting and quite good. There was one time there when Lizzie were doing a tour in America, and Brian Robertson was on the bill there with uh, Scott Gorham. Brian being a his Glaswegian self, he got into a fight and cut his hand in a pub. So they drafted in mid-year from Ultravox and he flew over on Concord and learned the songs on the plane going over and he was on the stage the next or that night or the next night. Um, That's right. So yeah, people another, found that strange. Yeah, but obviously, obviously an excellent guitar player to be able to do that in the amount, oh, so amount of time. All those harmonies and remember those, the, the, you know, very tricky to remember them all. But uh, yeah, there you go. That's another good player that came along, but a brief stint, you know. Well, Dave, thanks a lot for joining us on the podcast today. We wish you every success uh, at the Rock Festival. Um, we're looking forward to Skid Lizzy, uh, and I'm sure you are too. Hopefully the weather holds out. Definitely, definitely. And I hope everybody comes along and enjoys it. We'll have a great, a great bit of a crack that day. Fair play to Dylan and all the lads down there in that rock school. They're doing a great job. Well, staying with the Rock Festival here on the Community News, we're joined now by Rachel Bradshaw, who is the parent uh, of Aaron, who will be playing uh, in the Rock Festival. Uh, Rachel, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Mick. Um, I suppose we're looking at it from the angle of, of a parent, kind of with a son, uh, going to be playing, and uh, mm. I'm sure it'll be a very proud moment. Uh, for you for this coming uh, Saturday? It'll be a very proud moment and I can just tell you there's so much excitement um, building up to this festival at home. Aaron is getting out of bed every morning, picking up his guitar, practising, practising last thing at night before he goes to sleep. He's so excited to be playing in a festival and I'm really delighted to see him so happy and enthusiastic about um, music and guitar. And of course, he's following the footsteps of his brother, Tyke, who also was involved with Dylan at the, the Rock School as well. But now is doing, uh, I think, private lessons with Robin singing. That, um, so w- did one follow the other? Did Aaron follow Tyke? Or um, well, s- so they both started together. They both started in the Rock School together. And the great thing about the Rock School is um, the kids get to try different instruments. So they both tried guitar. Aaron really took to the guitar, really enjoyed it. Dylan's a great teacher, always makes the lessons great fun. And Ty enjoyed the guitar, but he didn't that he wasn't picking it up as easy. Um, But what he found was that singing was something that he enjoyed. So he's now doing singing lessons with Robin. 
And she's just great. You know, she's really calm, really patient. And I've just seen his confidence build so much. And it's just great to see. Where does the musical side come? Is there music in the family, yourself? Um, well, um, well, I guess we're just, we just enjoy music. It's something we enjoy. Uh, I grew up, you know, around a lot of musicians. My father was a, a guitar player, um, wrote a few songs you know, no so big deal, but there was music. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was music yeah. at home growing up. It was always just part of the uh, the household. Um, so that's it. I suppose for a, a teenager, he's twelve. You know, but not even a teenager. He's very young. Uh, you know, but as you said, it's it's brought on in both of a confidence and and kind of a, a desire, kind of to, you know play music and be involved in music. And I suppose when it comes to latter careers, is that something that you, you perhaps would like them to see, see them go into? Um, well, it, it possibly. Um, I'd be delighted for them if they could make a career out of it. Yeah. Um, for me, it's really just the passion that they have and the enjoyment they get out of being involved um, in the music, which is really fantastic. And I mean, I'm right behind them and, I, you know, I'm happy to let them take it as far as they can they can go with it. You know, I'd be delighted if they were able to be involved in music later. And I suppose that's what I'm saying from a parent's point of view. You know, it's just something it's it's another, you know, I suppose hobby at this stage <clears> kind of thing as well for them and, and to have that passion for, for doing it. And as you said there, uh, Aaron gets up, he's up every morning straight on to the guitar. Yeah, I mean, kids do a lot of different activities these days. There's a lot of things they have to do. But uh, what I really like about the music is that I never have to push them to practice. I never have to ask them. I never have to say, do your lessons, do your practice, do your warm ups. It's just something they really enjoy doing mm. and they just get on with it themselves. So as a parent, that's great because you're always dragging them around to lessons and trying to persuade them to go here and to go there and be involved in stuff. And it's just, it's so great that this is something that they're so enthusiastic about themselves. And I don't have to do very much except for sit back and be the proud parent. Absolutely. So it's great. I suppose it's something you tell other parents to do for their children. Um, well, I Encourage think them. absolutely yeah. anybody who's thinking about it, I would say I really recommend the Rock School. It's a really welcoming atmosphere. It's just a great learning environment. Um, and music is a great thing for kids to be involved in. You know, we li you know, they're it's teaching them to listen, which is really important these days. You know, so yeah. much of a visual culture. We're always watching things. But music is, is great for that, too. And do you find that that follows on to a schooling side of things, the education side of things, you know, because um, yeah, well, they're learning. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. they're learning, you know, and Aaron has been asked to play uh, for his his principal is having a a leaving ceremony and he's been asked to play his guitar for that and then Tyg is performing in a show where he's going to have to sing on his own and so I've just they've just started learning something and from there their other opportunities have come along their way so it's um it's great for them fantastic you have your tickets for the the, the the festival. Uh, uh, <laughs> will you be up the front, will you? <laughs> and we're not getting free seats, no? <laughs> you have to ask Dylan for that one, okay. all right, kind of thing. <laughs> free, admi free admission, uh, whatever. But, uh, Rachel, thanks a lot for coming into us today uh, to discuss on the podcast. And we wish uh, Aaron and Toyk uh, all the best for their future careers. And who knows, down the road, we might be on the, the tree arena or Crow Park on one of those.
Oh, thanks very much, Mick. It's been my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, joining us now on the community news desk uh, to talk, of course, about the rock festival is Robin Harrison. And uh, Robin, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks, million. Thank uh, it's going to be a, a busy time for you yeah. uh, for the festival because uh, you're singing with two bands. Uh, you're with Lucy and Silver and also with the Fleetwood uh, pack, is yeah, that right? exactly. Uh, as well, Lucy and Silver. Uh, what kind of a band is, is that? Uh, it would kind of be indie rock, I suppose. Kind of a little bit of pop in there as well. But kind of, to be honest, like all the songs, they're not, they're not the same. They're quite different to each and every one of them. Um, and we kind of, yeah, just kind of, we we all write the songs. So I suppose it's taking a bit of each genre from each person, really, and just trying to make it as interesting as possible. And it's all original material, all isn't it? All original yeah. material, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we've been kind of going now for over, like, since before the lockdown, but it's been very hard to kind of get the motivation to keep going and to keep writing. And obviously, with the lockdown, it was tough in itself. So that kind of put it to a halt. But we're got, we're getting going now, like, fully. So we've got a few songs there, all originals. And we're just going to, this will be probably the first gig that we can we're in a position to probably just play all originals and no covers so that's that's something to fantastic as indeed well, yeah. as well as, uh, i know you were you were quite active during the the lockdown kind yeah. of as well i saw i was looking doing a bit of research yeah. and i kind of saw you were uh, interacting on facebook and yeah. trying to keep people's spirits up as yeah, well as, exactly. and your own as yeah. well yeah 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 kind of thing, you know yeah uh, um how difficult was that as to say uh, or, or how good was it to be able yeah, to do that yeah maybe? i think like i know myself like I was just trying to keep, you know, like you're obviously trying to keep your mental health good as well. So doing things that you love. And for me, that is obviously music with Lucy and Silver. I know we did the garden sessions and stuff. So we were kind of obviously one of the band players is my sister. So we lived together um, and we did kind of garden sessions. But each kind of member tried to do a garden session and post it on Facebook and just something like that would occupy occupy our own time but also keep us active on social media as well but that was very hard and to be honest like it didn't stick very well either because the lockdown went on so long um and then me personally just with music I suppose like I like I got a keyboard just before that so I was trying to learn a lot of that and I actually got very good at that during the lockdown and kind of just learning different things and going back to the roots of it all and not coming I suppose you're not going to practice every day because you have to you're actually doing stuff because you want to enjoy it indeed I suppose and did they give you an opportunity to write more songs it yeah. kind of seemed to be plenty of time I suppose on, on people's hands just wondering did, did you get to write many songs yeah I mean I was literally I was only looking at uh, all my voice recordings as well on the other day actually and I could not believe the amount of songs I wrote that I wouldn't even remember I couldn't even sing to you now because I was just uh, popping them out all the time um, one of the songs that we did do uh, me and Dylan kind of started the project was uh, like I suppose you're going through all the emotions and stuff like that during the lockdown so we kind of did put all the emotions into writing and he was very much the same and we wrote a song called Days of Liberty and we got it uh, that was our own kind of lockdown project that we yeah. could do I suppose as best as we could and that would keep us all connected as well so um, we ended up recording that and making a music video for it and it's basically just all about that time and like how everyone was feeling and different perspectives and different views and stuff and uh, so that was that was a really good project that kept us motivated um, 
and it was all kind of members of the Riggins and Rock School bringing us back together, like and creating something. And you've been with Dylan in the Rock School for quite yeah. a long time, I think. As yeah. you said, you're the captain yeah. now. <laughs> um, uh, will I tell us that being for you? From you probably started at a very young age. Yeah, you? I think I started when I was about ten. I could be wrong there, um, but I like it's just it's just mad now. Like where where it's where it's brought me. Um, obviously starting off just learning guitar and I wasn't I didn't even want to learn guitar my dad forced me to so just to think that like if that hadn't have happened you know like I I wouldn't be here and like over the years I've just obviously I've progressed as a musician I didn't sing you know like in front of an audience before I was with the rock skill I didn't play guitar like I didn't I didn't have that musical brain in me do you know what I mean so yeah, it really yeah. like it really made me know what I love and that passion like I had a lot you know when I was younger like doing loads of groups that your mom and dad might put you for like dancing and stuff like that but yeah. I never stuck with it I never really liked being a part of clubs and this was the one thing that like was just me and uh I I like I've, even now like working full-time like just getting into adulthood now and all like it's, it's something that I'll never lose like and I'll always want to be a part of like the Rings and Rocks Guild community and it's just now I'm at the other perspective now where I'm teaching and it's great to see the progress and kids that yeah, I yeah, had do you know yeah, what I mean and yeah. the interest that they're taking and stuff like that so uh, uh it's been brilliant you know and it's it's gone strong now as well probably stronger than ever probably brilliant mm. brilliant dude uh just say your other project is the Fleetwood Pack yeah um I suppose different again obviously it's to do with yeah. Fleetwood Mac the band yeah, yeah. uh one of your favorite bands yeah I yeah. love them yeah and I think it's it's something like obviously me and Dylan would do our pub gigs now and again uh well often actually um and I mean like I I definitely went through a phase where they were the only like band I was listening to um and all that all stems from the rock school as well to be honest all those bands and stuff mm -hmm. like that you know like that I learned to love um and yeah and I think we just as a band as well with the harmonies and that all the different kind of stuff that they bring to the table we have all the I suppose like all the assets there that we can do that and like make those harmonies and create the sounds that they create well to the best of, like that we can do you know what I mean yeah, but yeah. It's, it's fun as well you know like you, you really like you can kind of experiment with with them as a band and try to cover them in as best as you can. Stevie Nicks be someone you aspire to yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah I presume with Stevie although Christy yeah, might be was yeah. quite a, a good vocalist yeah she was, uh, kind of Stevie was kind of on her own hundred percent yeah yeah now I love her as a singer I have to say um I'd like I Dylan would tell you as well like a lot of the covers that we would do would be that and like even vocally like I'd look up to her a lot as well and just even like a lot of their live performances like it's just and like I've watched loads of documentaries over the time as well costume just, changes costume <laughs> changes I'll be coming in a witch costume <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, like huge inspiration, I think, like for me personally, but I think across the board in the rock school as well, I would say that we would kind of fall on them a lot, do you know what I mean? Yeah, to teach yeah. songs or to learn songs or just to always have it in the set list. So it was fitting to, to do it for the festival. Brilliant. Mm. Um, I hope you've been given a, a bit of a gap between the two. Yeah, uh, performances this week. I think week, so. You know? I'm not you too need sure what it's at this point. Need a little bit yeah. of a break. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I hope so. Of, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> looking forward to it immensely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be nice to, be nice to just have a day for music. I suppose you know. You were mm. saying earlier too that um, like the music will never leave you. You're working 
full time yeah, or yeah. as well. Is 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 it is a career in music something 100%, that you would, you'd, yeah. you'd love to have? Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I studied music in college. I went to BIM. And I studied four years, so I have a degree in commercial modern music. And I'm, my full-time job now is with music rights and stuff like that. Now, it's not my aspiration is broad, I suppose. Yeah. I want to be a part of the bigger picture and in any way that I can. Um, and that, like, this is this side of it is me being practical and me teaching and me actually being involved with creating music as opposed yeah. to... The, like I suppose being behind the screen or whatever um, and that's like that's where my uh, love for it is you know and uh, that's like I, I won't give that up because I know like when I didn't have it during lockdown for example it, yeah. uh, it, it's when I realised that I needed it you know what I mean and, and that that's what I wanted so um, I, I make it work as best as I can like with my life and definitely even singing lessons now uh hopefully getting them a bit more scheduled around it as well um would be great as well so lovely stuff mm. tell me this for someone who can't sing that's me <laughs> um is it easy to teach someone who can't sing um, singing it's you know what it's i think it's a confidence thing like it is it is hard obviously do you know what i mean and, and it does take time i think people think like that if you just it, it, you do one lesson and, and you're going to be able to sing and everyone can sing by the way oh, can <laughs> so, they? yeah oh. <laughs> but it's just it's just it's just that practice and the confidence and like that that's all stuff I would have learned in college myself yeah. and that's stuff that I've improved on and it's stuff that you might not even think about when you are singing but once you learn it you're like okay I can actually do this to make that sound better and it's just there's so many different ways and techniques that you can do to make it sound better. So it, it takes ages, I suppose, loads of lessons to actually maybe see the improvement. But it, you get there. It's like anything, really. It's it's practice, I suppose, makes perfect. I think I'm a bit non two now. For <laughs> but anyway, um, Robin, thanks a lot for coming into us. Thanks, uh, really, wish man. you every success uh, for the gigs, the two gigs, as they say, and for the whole festival. Yeah. Thanks, uh, really. And for the career ahead as well. And we look forward to uh, speaking with you again brilliant shortly. thanks a come and join us at our retro cafe open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre come and check out our Karen's culinary delights and joining me on the community news desk now is Chris Andrews local politician Chris uh, you're very welcome to the podcast it's hard to believe Chris that it's a year since we spoke about uh, darkness into light but once again uh, this uh big event has come around and uh, you uh, will be out this coming Saturday 4.15 I think in the morning uh, to do it. Yes, uh, Mick, yeah, thanks very much and thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to highlight it. I think it's a really important Piazza House do uh, really fantastic work. It's very challenging work uh, and uh, 80% of uh, funding for Piazza House comes from uh, from fundraisers throughout the year and particularly uh, Darkness and Delight which is a big fundraiser but I suppose it's more than just a fundraiser it's a community uh, walk it's an act of solidarity with people who are struggling with their mental health people who have suicidal intentions uh, and you know so it's about and it's also about it's a remembrance day and it's yeah. remembering people who have, you've lost, people who you think about uh, all through the year. And it's a very special event, I feel, uh, 
and I know, you know, that, that after the event, a lot of work goes into making it happen. But after the event, uh, you realise how important an event it is for for individuals, uh, for individual families, for communities, and you know, for the country as a whole. It's a really big uh, event and important emotional event. And uh, like I say, it's a powerful event. And for anybody who's done it, uh, you, 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 uh, the starting point will be uh, rings. Uh, will be Sandy Mount Strand, the first car park before, closer to the Merrion Gates. And mm-hmm. then we walk along that route. Uh, and I, I, I go tell you about the route now. But I suppose it can't happen unless we have uh, volunteers who will steward the event because obviously, you know, we don't, it, it's on a public, the vast majority of it is on a public highway. Mm. Uh, it's on the public road. So we have to ensure that we have plenty of stewards and we have, uh, we, we all, every year it is a bit of a stroke. We need about 60 to 70 stewards and every year. So that's a lot of people who are willing to get up at half two in the morning or not go to bed and, <laughs> and come straight down and volunteer to uh, stand for a couple of hours uh, and ensure that the walk goes off safely. And, and I suppose sa- safety uh, it, participation is, is really important. Uh, safe participation is really important. And uh, it wouldn't, again, it wouldn't go ahead without the support of yourself uh, giving it promotion and uh, advertising it. But equally, uh, the community centre Rings End, uh, I know Lorraine has been absolutely fantastic and Emer and Joan have been absolutely, and all the staff have been fantastic in terms of supporting uh, meetings and, you know, getting the, um, we get deliveries throughout the, throughout the months uh, pre-walk and, uh, you know, it's really important and, and they encourage and support us and facilitate the, the event and the different uh, meetings we have uh, and have been always very supportive from day one and you know Lorraine's uh, and the community centre and all the volunteers there uh, and staff have been fantastic in supporting uh, the darkness and the light. I think we have a poster outside uh, the gate and uh, you know it's just little things like that and it makes a huge difference because you feel welcomed uh, when you go into the community centre when we're having meetings and you know, you're encouraged, and, and you know it makes it makes the whole uh, process of putting it together uh, much uh, easier. And, and uh, so, just to acknowledge the role of the community centre and to thank the community centre and all the staff and management for, for the work they've put in uh, over the last. Um, I think we've been running the event for. We've. I think this is our fifth year, yeah. uh, and except it was obviously interrupted uh, by COVID. So we took three before COVID and this is our, and we'd one after COVID and this will be our fifth uh, walk. And uh, it, it's been, like I say, it's been a great uh, success. We've had uh, 1,200 people, I think, 1,300 people showed up last year. Uh, and, and that has, you know, it's been fantastic, but it's a beautiful uh, location when it's not raining. And I know, you know, Dylan does has some beautiful photos of the sunsets as 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 uh, you know, sunrises uh, and sunsets. And uh, but 
when you finish that walk and if the weather's anyway good and the light and the quietness out on the beach because the tide is will be out we've checked the tides and the tide will be out you can walk out if you want after you finish the walk or you don't even have to do the walk you can just walk <laughs> out into 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 the strand and when the light uh, the sun is coming up so when it's going literally from darkness into light it is one of the most beautiful views uh, you, you can get and uh, it's a really it's a stunning um, event and and uh, you know i suppose i'm biased because i've invested a lot of time and work into it and uh, but it, it is worth it all you know when when you see the, the event come off successfully absolutely absolutely chris and well done for that um, you mentioned of course volunteers because you need volunteers out on on the the, the roads and i suppose the volunteers have to be there a bit earlier you mentioned about half past two for anyone wishing to volunteer what where can they go or what should they do if it, so if, if anybody wants to, to volunteer they can text me uh, and i give you the numbers now or they can email it's probably better uh chris.andrews at oir.ie so it's chris.andrews at oir.ie and just also to mention there uh, like i said we do absolutely need volunteers uh, to steward it and be down about half two in in the morning so it's, it is an early start but also just to acknowledge uh, dublin city council uh, ronan o'donnell uh, in, who, who anybody who's involved in community will know ronan he works with dublin city council community development section and i think it's important to acknowledge uh, himself and brian Haney, who's the southeast area manager of dublin city council Ronan is absolutely fantastic and, you know, he's been so supportive uh, every year uh, and just to acknowledge that because he's been great and, you know, the council and I know I've had a lot of run-ins with the councils over, to the council over the years, but I have to say Ronan is definitely one of the good guys and, uh, and the community development section is fantastic and supportive of so many communities. Uh, right across uh, the city, particularly in Dublin Bay South. Uh, but uh, so just to acknowledge Ron and the guards, the guards o- over the years. Now, the guards have obviously resourcing issues, uh, and that is an issue for them. So trying to get, but it wouldn't happen without the guards. And mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, John, the new community guard sergeant there, has been fantastic this year and previously Hugh Shovelin in traffic has been absolutely fantastic so just to acknowledge uh, the guards uh, and their work in it as well so it's really it is, the whole thing is a really positive event uh, like I say there is a lot of paperwork uh, and I you know that's probably for another day but it but you know it's, it's a fantastic event and we have uh, Regan Tucker last year, she read the poem, and I know Ricky's U Club, uh, Alison there in, in the U Club, has been fantastic. They came down, like I say, they were down there at half to three o'clock la- last year. They came down, uh, and uh, Regan read out a poem, and she was absolutely fantastic. And, mm. you know, young people, you know, we hear a lot of criticism about young people, but I have to say, uh, and actually, uh, Josh McGuinness. Uh, another young person who's absolutely fantastic. You know, he reached out and he said, listen, I hear you're looking for volunteers. I've got eight volunteers. Like, where would you get it? And young people, we can be all t- very easy 
you can very easily uh, be critical of young people and you know they're hanging around or they're doing this or they're doing that but the reality is there's so many good young people and you see the likes of Regan and you see the likes of the Ricky's uh, youth club uh, and the work that they do with young people it really does inspire you and, and Josh McGuinness I have to say you know he's absolutely amazing and like I say he reached out and it was he wasn't under any pressure to do that but he's reached out and he's um, got eight volunteers to steward the event uh, so you know and I know he's a great singer and he's a great footballer and he makes me sick he so, seems to be so good at everything <laughs> but, but uh, you know so you know it's great and so the whole thing is really positive and Sean in Dance Buyer uh, Sean at does a little work uh, workout before gets people warmed up, you know, doing whatever exercises, <laughs> you know, jumping up and down and just getting building up the crowd into a bit of energy. And because at that time of the morning, you can tend to be a little bit uh, quiet uh, or subdued. <laughs> and Sean and and the dance group get people warmed up, and and uh, they'll once again be uh, working, getting a, a, an exercise or a wake up routine for everybody down there and so likes of Sean and Dan Spire it's absolutely fantastic and you know just to acknowledge that so Brilliant Chris and uh, I suppose for anyone uh, who wants to participate in the, the walk uh, I, I take it that they they go up into darkness into light uh, register there dot IA is it? Yeah if, if anybody wants to sign up uh, it's it's www this is for the walk now to do yeah. the walk not necessarily to volunteer but if anybody wants to do the walk uh, they sign up uh, they go on to the www.darknessintolight.ie and you can you can follow the link there and it'll bring you through and you can select the Rings End Irish Town venue and if anybody like I say wants to volunteer I can give you a number it's 089 yeah. 437 437, yeah. 9644. 9644, lovely. And then the email is chris.andrews at oir.ie. If anybody uh, would like to volunteer, it would be great. And uh, like I say, it's it's uh, it's a great event. And uh, I really appreciate you, give me, appreciate you giving me the opportunity to uh, highlight it again this year. Well, Chris, all we can say is we, we wish you the best of luck with it. Hopefully the weather holds off. Um, and it's a nice yeah. early morning, as they say, uh, well, for a brisk walk. It's only three kilometres, I think, anyway, is it? Five kilometres. Five, yeah, kilometers. five kilometres. Five so, kilometers. So, the, so, just, sorry, so the, the venue, uh, start, it starts off on uh, the first car park, closer to the Marion Gates, just past the Martello Tower, if you're going out of town. Uh, and then uh, it goes up Strand Road, uh, turns left up Beach Road, left into... Uh, where the Garda station is in Irish Town, left there on the Tritonville Road. You walk all the way down past Sandyman Church, all the way down past uh, uh, Tesco's in Sandyman. Actually, just also to acknowledge for years, we've had a Sandyman Gospel Choir have been there uh, and they sing uh, some lovely songs. And it's just nice to, to uh, go along and pass that, and it's peaceful and they're. You know, just the whole atmosphere is really nice. So, and just to acknowledge again, the staff, Greg in Tesco's uh, in Sandy Mount, who's uh, last year he gets up and lets the uh, choir, the Sandy Mount Gospel Choir, uh, connect up the power. So they have the power and they have a they have a, a canopy, and then you have um, 
you have uh, Sandy Man Gospel Choir again, sorry, I nearly forgot, and they're very important and they're an integral part of the walk, so hopefully uh, they'll be able to perform this year. And uh, look, it's it's a great event, but it comes so it comes down through Sandy Man, down Park Avenue, down into uh, St Albans and back onto the, and then out onto the, onto the beach, the, the uh, Sandy Man Strand. And like I say, uh, you know, thanks to everybody. I hope I haven't forgotten anybody. But, uh, but really appreciate all those who've uh, volunteered to uh, steward the event. Well, Chris, thanks a lot for joining us uh, on the podcast and uh, we wish you well. Thanks a million, Mick, and thanks for everything. Take care. Well, that's all from the Community News Desk this week. My thanks to Dylan and the crew playing uh, the Rock Festival this coming Saturday. Starts at 1145 and it is on all day. And also to Chris Andrews regarding the darkness and the light walk, which takes place early this coming Saturday morning. Those numbers again, 089-437-9644 or chris.andrews at oir.ie if you're looking to volunteer uh, to help out along the route. Also, my thanks to Dylan and Rowan on sound and editing, Leslie on admin, Jennifer on social media, and Darren on the website. If you'd like to contact us, our email address is rickradio.com. 2020 at gmail.com. From me, Mick, take care and have a great week.